We have virtual assistants, freelancers, and high-level agencies, so depending on what people want. I would put our speed against anyone out there. You put in a request. We fill it within a business day. You can meet the person, interview them, make sure you like them. You can hire them. If you don't like them, you click pass and provide us feedback, and we get you someone else based on the feedback. So it's a pretty fast and efficient process. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. If you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year. We're doing something a little bit different where we are repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners, and what I like to call the CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. This month, we are focused on technology. We're a technology company that does dot, dot, dot. Technology is no longer an afterthought or something that you might do. It is actually a core part of your business. If you are a real estate investor, you're using it. If you're a financial firm, if you're a cleaning company, author, speaker, you are using technology. If you are in any business, you are using technology. And if you're not, then you're probably going to be disrupted by an organization that is. So this month, we are going to look into purposing episodes that are around technology, whether that be firms or organizations that are actually using and investing in technology as a core part of their products and services, or potentially those individuals that are using and leveraging CEO hacks and CEO nuggets that center around technology and sharing ways that we can leverage it as well. Remember that you are a technology company that does dot, dot, dot. Sit back and enjoy this special episode of the IMCEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Nathan Hirsch of FreeUp. Nathan, it's awesome to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Great to be here. Super excited to have you on. And what I wanted to do was just read a little bit more about Nathan so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Nathan Hirsch is a 30-year-old, 10-year-old entrepreneur and 10-year entrepreneur and expert in remote hiring and e-commerce. He started his first e-commerce business out of his college dorm and has sold over $30 million online. He's now the co-founder and CEO of FreeUp, a marketplace that connects businesses with pre-vetted virtual assistants, freelancers, and agencies in e-commerce, digital marketing, and much more. He regularly appears on leading podcasts such as Entrepreneur on Fire and speaks at live events about online hiring tactics Nathan, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am ready and pumped up. Let's do it. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, I wanted to hear what I call your CEO story and what led you to start your business. Yeah. So growing up, my my parents were both teachers and I always grew up with the mentality that I would go to college, get a real job, work for 20, 30 years, retire, and that was going to be my life. And it was never more evident than during the summers when I was working 40, 50 hours a week, all my friends were outside playing. And I learned a lot about sales and and marketing and customer service. And I also learned that I just hated working for other people. So when I got to college, I looked at it as a ticking clock. I had four years to start my own business or I was going to go into the real world and have bills and and rent due and I was going to have to get a job and, and I might not be able to turn back. So I started experimenting and I created a book business I started a referral program, actually got a cease and desist letter from my school 
because I was competing with the school bookstore. So <laughs> that was my first glimpse into being an entrepreneur. And from there, I, I pivoted a little bit. I learned a little bit about Amazon from selling these books. This was back in 2008 before the gurus and the courses and no one really knew what Amazon was. So I thought it was cool. I could have this 24 seven storefront. I just had to figure out what to sell. So I started experimenting with outdoors equipment, sporting equipment, and I just failed over and over and over. And it wasn't until I branched out of my comfort zone and found the baby product industry that my business really took off. So if you can imagine me as a 20-year-old single college guy selling baby products on Amazon, that was me. And I got a lot of weird looks. It was fun. And I was making money for the first time. I thought I should probably pay taxes. So I met with an accountant. And the first question he asked me was, when are you going to hire your first person? And I shrugged him off. Like, why would I do that? That's money out of my pocket. They're going to steal my ideas. They're, they're going to hurt my business. And he just laughed in my face and said, you're going to learn this lesson on your own. Well, sure enough, my first busy season comes around, fourth quarter, and I just get destroyed. I'm working 20 hours a day. My social life goes down. My grades plummet. And I get to the other side and I think, man, I can never let that happen again. I need to start hiring people. So I know nothing about hiring. I post a job on Facebook. This guy messages me from my business law class. I say, you're hired. Didn't even interview him. And he ends up being an amazing hire. He's my business partner, Connor. I have a picture of him somewhere over here. But he's well, on my Amazon business. He's the COO of FreeUp. So I hit jackpot right from the beginning. And there I am thinking, man, this hiring thing is easy. You post a job on Facebook. Someone shows up. You make more money. Your life becomes easier. And I just proceed to make bad hire after bad hire after bad hire. Quickly learning that college kids, not very reliable, moving into the remote hiring world, the Upworks and the Fivers. And I, I've made some good hires. I have some people that are still with me eight years later, but I also just hated how long it took me to post a job, get a hundred applicants, interview them one by one. And I kept looking for something faster. And when I couldn't find it, I said, you know what, I'll build it myself. And that's really how the free up marketplace came about where we get thousands of applicants every week that then top 1% get on our platform, make them available to people quickly with no minimums, no maximums, 24 seven support on the back end, and a no turnover guarantee where if they quit for any reason, we cover replacement costs. And, and I really launched free up with $5,000 as a side project with a minimum viable product, minimum viable software, and really grew it from there to, to where we did 9 million in revenue last year. So that's the short version of how I went from a broke college kid to books to Amazon to eventually free up. Nice. I, I love that story. And I, I love the whole kind of lessons learned throughout all that because you just kept experimenting. And now you have free up, which largely came from an experiment. You hear like a lot of the really great products and services that come about come about just because you're testing out something and then it blossoms from there. Yeah. A lot of entrepreneurs think that they know what's going to work or they know what the market wants or they know what's going to sell it. And the truth is you just don't until you do a lot of trial and error. And there, there's books you can read and there's some courses you can take and, and you can cut corners here and there, but there's no substitute for just trying different things, different low risk, high reward situations, and really reading the market, asking for feedback. When, when we started free up, we didn't plan three years in advance because who knows what it's going to be like in three years. We focused on getting that minimal viable product out there, getting feedback and making improvements over time based on that feedback. And it leads to some pivoting and some tossing and turning, but you eventually can read the market and get to where you want to be. 
Exactly, exactly. I absolutely love that. And I wanted to hear a little bit more about FreeUp. I know you talked about exactly how the process goes. Is there a certain type of industry that you find that, or type of person, I should say, entrepreneur or business owner that is a really good fit or is it just a mix and kind of like what you feel is your secret sauce and sets you guys apart? Yeah. So, I mean, we started off in the Amazon community because I was a longtime Amazon seller and then we expanded to e-commerce businesses, so Shopify, eBay, and then we expanded into marketing. So marketing influencers, marketing agencies, and marketing kind of trickles into every other business out there. So now we work with every different online business, real estate agents, nonprofits, software companies, you name it. So if you're a business owner in 2019, you can hire remote. There's a lot of benefits for hire remote. So for us, we want to make it as easy as possible. So for us, the, the vetting sets us apart. We only let on one out of every 100 applicants that apply to get on our platform to, to offer services to our clients. We have virtual assistants, freelancers, and high-level agencies. So depending on what people want, I would put our speed against anyone out there. You put in a request. We fill it within a business day. You can meet right. the person, interview them, make sure you like them. If you like them, you can hire them. If you don't like them, you click pass and provide us feedback and we get you someone else based on the feedback. So it's a pretty fast and efficient process. I would put our customer service against anyone. My calendar is right on the website. I have people that cover my Skype, email, live chat 24-7. If you have even the smallest issue, we're there. And that no turnover guarantee. I haven't heard of anyone else that has that yet, where if someone quits, we cover all replacement costs and get you a new person right away. So those are the main four things. For me, it's all about time because as an entrepreneur, you can always make more money. You, you can't get your time back. So anything that gets you access to talent faster to me is a win. Absolutely. Yeah. And I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And this might be an Apple book or a habit that you have, but it's something that makes you more effective and efficient. So I like to wake up early. I, I'm up at like 6, 7 a.m. every day, some days even earlier than that. And for me, that's my quiet time. When my brain is fresh, I haven't, I don't have any stress from, from hours before. I have a, hopefully a good night's sleep and no one else is waking up for a few hours. My assistants aren't bothering me and, and I can just get projects done. I can plan for the week ahead. And, and I didn't used to do that. I, I came from a, a business I started in college where I could sleep till 11 a.m. every day and, and you, you feel late all the time. And, and now there might be a random day. Maybe I come back from travel on a red eye where, where I do sleep in a little bit and you almost feel like you never get caught up. So right. for me, waking up early has just been a huge key. Yeah, that's definitely, like you said, before the world starts to wake up, you get to wake up and get and knock out whatever you need to get done. And then by the time the world wakes up, you've already done so much to get the day started. So that I, I love that CEO hack. And now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this is a word of wisdom or piece of advice. Or if you can hop into a time machine, what would you tell your younger business self? <laughs> oh man, great question. So mm -hmm. I grew, so in my first internship, keep in mind, I never had a, a quote unquote real job after college. So my only working experience was these internships that I had. And I had this one manager who was a great manager on paper in terms of the numbers, his store did pretty well, but he was an awful manager in terms of the day to day and, and working with people. He used to micromanage, he would talk down to people, he would be mean and aggressive and make you feel uncomfortable. And no one really liked working with him. But he got stuff done because he would threaten people and, and make sure that he got stuff done or fire people that wouldn't listen to him. So when I first started being an entrepreneur, I didn't know how to be a boss. I didn't know how to manage people. So what did I revert to? I reverted to my the only managerial experience that I ever had. And I can tell you it led to 50% turnover. It led to 
a lot of pulling out my hair, a lot of wasted time and energy, a lot of people not wanting to work with me. And it, it all logged the, the pipe, so to speak, of what we were trying to do. So it took me years and years before I started asking for feedback and really focusing on myself. How can I improve my managerial process? How can I become a, a leader instead of a manager? And I feel like the, the old way of talking down to people and I'm the boss and what I say goes and you need to listen to me just doesn't fly anymore. And it's going to be very tough to retain people. It's going to be very tough to grow a business if you don't learn how to manage in a better way. And I wish I learned that a few years earlier. Yeah, but better late than never. That's what they always say. And it's funny, I always heard like the symbol of a power and strength was always like the rock for the longest, just like it sounds like your your first manager was. But now they say it's like water because water is permeable. It can go any around and, and through anything and it can also connect with anybody. So it sounds like that's some of the shifts that you made. Yeah, completely agree. And you got to adapt. Certain people get managed in a different way. Times change, things, social media becomes more prevalent. Like there's so many just different outside factors you have to take into account. If you're not constantly listening to people, it's going to be tough for you to make those adjustments. Absolutely. So it's great to hear that you were open to feedback and actually took that feedback and implemented, implemented it as well too. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Nathan, what does being a CEO mean to you? Oh man, for me, it's all about re- making sure that you go to the top with other people. I think before I was so focused on, on money and how successful the business was and, and getting to the top but it wasn't until I kind of looked at the big picture. It's like, I don't want to be at the top of myself. I want my assistants and my business partner and our partners and our, our clients to all grow and get better too. So that's what a real CEO does. Is he not only gets himself to the top, but he brings everyone else along them with them for the ride and really leads them in that right direction. So for me, that's what being a CEO is all about. Absolutely. I think that's very well said. And I I truly appreciate that definition. I truly appreciate your time. What I wanted to do was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And then of course, how best they can get a hold of you. Yeah. So back in the day, I'll share with you one of my biggest mistakes. I hired a manager of the day. I thought it would be a good idea to hire one person, teach them how to do everything. Spent six months teaching them how to do it. On the flip side, I had this one supplier that I really liked working with. They would we're 85% of the business. I said, you know what? I don't care about the other 15%. Let's focus on, on this supplier. Spent a lot of time setting it all up, have my business on autopilot. One person's managing everything. This one supplier is crushing it. Go on my first vacation in probably a year, year and a half. And on the first day, the manager quits on me and the supplier drops me. Oh, so no. It was brutal. I went from this whole business I had created to starting all over again but I learned a very valuable lesson about diversification. When when I came back, I started building relationships with lots of different suppliers. When I started hiring again and I had the opportunity to, I had one person for customer service, one person for listing, one person for repricing. So if someone quit, I could just replace them right then and there. I didn't have to spend six months onboarding them again. So for me, that was a huge lesson. I think a lot of entrepreneurs, they, they fall into that trap one way or another. Maybe hiring's hard and you make some bad hires and you finally find someone you like. So you have that tendency to just load that person up with everything. You've got to diversify in all aspects of your business and really protect yourself. Yeah, that, that, that makes perfect sense, especially in this day and age and with so many opportunities to hire people and find people just like free up that you have ways to, to be able to diversify on a lot easier basis than probably at any other time. Definitely. And you mentioned how people can find me. I'm really easy to contact. If you go to freeup.com with three E's, my calendar is right at the top. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, The Real Nate Hirsch. You can check out check my podcast, The Outsourcing and Scaling Show. And 
and check out my group, Outsourcing Masters. If you do want to hire people, create a free account and mention this podcast for a $25 credit to try us out. Awesome. 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 We'll make sure to have those links in the, in the show notes. And again, it's free up with three ease.com. So we'll have that in the show notes as well. So Nathan, I truly appreciate you and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the I am CEO podcast powered by blue 16 media. Tune in next time and visit us at I am CEO.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase. It's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.